What could you do with $1 million in business credit? That's right, $1 million. On today's episode, we're talking to Dr. Samantha Walton, who is dropping major gems about how business credit saved her life. If you're a business owner or aspiring business owner, you need to get you some OPM, that's other people's money, immediately. Gone are the days where we drain our savings and retirement funds to start a business. That's not how the wealthy do it. They use OPM or business credit to fund their mini ventures. Dr. Sam drops the T about how she made the shift to figuring out what she wants to do away from the bedside and the clinic. She also shares how she gets the most out of her business credit and how she strategically gained a million dollars in business credit to fund her ventures. And that's after filing bankruptcy many years ago. If you've been struggling to fund your business, you need to tune in. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift. It's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones. And Crystal Parker. And we are excited because we have an amazing guest who's going to come in and bless us with their knowledge. Miss the one and only Dr. (laughs) Samantha Walton. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, so much for having me. I truly appreciate you all and I'm truly honored. So thank you. Thank you for coming in. Um, So as you know, our podcast is really geared towards helping nurses make that shift. And so we do that through sharing our stories and then also where we are from a business perspective. Um, So we'll go ahead and dive into it. First of all, you guys, Dr. Sam is an amazing nurse who has had an extensive background in the nursing profession. So Dr. Sam, I'll let you tell a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and then we'll talk about how you got here. (laughs) All right. Well, hi, you all. I am um, Dr. Samantha Walton. I am from the south side of Chicago, born and raised in a um, low-income housing project. I uh, was a teenage mother. I also um, had a physical um, disability that impacted the way I walked. So because of that, I would got in a wheelchair, crutches, and I walked with a limp for several years. Um, During that time, I didn't know I was experiencing depression, anxiety. And because of what I went through with having four hip surgeries, which is why I chose to become a nurse, I really Mm -hmm. wanted to become a lawyer. But Ah. I became a nurse, and I'm I'm happy. Um, But despite all that, um, based on my humble beginnings, I know what it's like to be broke. I know what it's like as a nurse to work shift to shift and still mm-hmm. be broke. 12 hour shifts, 16 hour shifts, back to back, mm-hmm. have nothing to prove for it, but some designer stuff and a pile of debt. Yes. I filed bankruptcy before. Mm-hmm. My credit has been 400, has been 500, has been six, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as a nurse, I started a med surge oncology. I've worked in infusion clinic. I've opened up some infusion clinics. I've worked in tele. I've worked in hospice. I've worked um, ambulatory care, endocrinology, infectious disease, transplant, all that good stuff. Tried home health, but I could never get my documentation in on time, right? 
because as a nurse, I've worked more than one job while trying to do school. I um, took the non-traditional route, got my associate degree. I paid for that myself and then got my bachelor's, my master's, my doctorate and became a nurse practitioner. And here I am today to tell other nurses that, um, guess what, um, the traditional bedside shift a bedside work, there's more to being a nurse than just doing that. And yes. since COVID, we've been opening up businesses and doing amazing things. Well, how are you going to get the money? Yes, so. yes. And that's where you come in. So let, let's talk about a little bit about one thing I do notice for a lot of the nurse entrepreneurs that I have met, they have seemed to, and, and my boss, uh, when I was house suit, pointed this out to me. And it really, was very true. And what she said to me was, um, and you know, I worked there part-time for the benefits. And so um, she <laughs> said to me, I told her I was, you know, what I was thinking and I loved her, right? So she, we were very close. And um, I was just like, I'm just, this is not it. You know, I was telling her how unfulfilled, unfulfilled I was. Mm. And like, I knew I needed to do something different and I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And she said to me, she said, Kiana, you're already an entrepreneur. She was like, you have taken your role as a nurse. You got this job for your benefits. You go, you teach adjunct. She was like, you, you know, you have your per diem, like you have your own little micro entrepreneur business within nursing. And I feel like a lot of um, nurses who are entrepreneurs have kind of flirted with other specialties or like just got around to see what they like because we get bored easily or we get tired easily or we always want to see what else is out there. And so when you're saying that you, you know, you're, you've been working in all these capacities, it's like, I, I feel like it was the beginning of your entrepreneur journey and maybe you didn't even realize. It. <laughs> I didn't. And thank you so much, like seriously for pointing it out because I never realized that. Right. And I've heard a lot of people say, sometimes you got to, you can't see yourself going through something, but when you look back in hindsight, you can connect the dots. And I've always, let me keep my leg here registry because you know what? I want to network. So when I'm done as a nurse practitioner, I can get a job here. Well, let me work here full time because they're going to pay for my master's 100% and my nurse practitioner certification. Well, you know what? Well, let me work here. Let me teach adjunct. That way, okay, I am an instructor. I can position myself as the expert Right. So if I ever want to become um tenure colleague, I can because I've done my years. So, wow, I, I love that you shared that with me because I never looked at it like that. But that's so true because people ask me, why do you always work multiple jobs? We know it ain't for the money. I said it's the relationships. It's the this one is giving me some. This one is giving me some. And I will and build and, and look how many people I know all from working with different entities and just different companies and i never realized it was for this journey for this moment so thank you for that yeah absolutely so let's talk about you've been a nurse for how long it'll be 10 years next year okay so you've been a nurse for 10 years and at what point did you make the decision Okay, like you were juggling the jobs, right? You like you said, right. you have multiple jobs. So right. a lot of people would think we would get fulfillment from that, but even that gets at gets old at some point. So when did you decide, all right, like these jobs are great, but like there has to be more? What was that journey like? 
So I was in school. I just got done with my doctorate, right? So I printed out the um, paper version of the degree, of the, of the diploma. So I'm sitting with it like this at work. No one at work knew I was in school for my doctorate. I did that purposely, right? So now I changed my signature on my email to say, instead of MSN, DMP, DMP, APRN. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait, God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful, God. Let me not act like I'm not, I'm grateful. Thank you, but this can't be it. I feel no different. Honestly, my desire was not to be a CNO, CFO, run somebody hospital. I knew where I was working was going to pay 75%. So I tell people with relationships, it's a give and take. So if they're going to work me, I have to get something out of this. So I got my master's degree paid. I got my doctorate degree paid. I got three certifications paid in five years. And now, okay, it's time to say goodbye. But I knew with that paper, like, this ain't it. So I'm like, God, you know, I'm grateful for what? What is it, right? I'm happy. I'm not stressed. But I'm one that just don't get content, y'all. It's I, I understand now the meaning of this levels to it. So I'm like, it gotta be something. That's when I got on Instagram. And I'm just like, okay, what's going on, right? Is there some type of entrepreneurship? And I got on Instagram and that's when I'm like, wait, there's nurse entrepreneurship? Like, and that's when I got on the pursuit of seeking. And this was the end of 2020. We had already what COVID really hit us, I want to say in March, maybe March, um, April. And so I'm like, November, December, right after me, I got COVID maybe in October. So I'm like, okay, that was the moment I knew like, okay, I got a doctor, but now what? And I, and I don't even want to utilize my doctor for what I can use it for. I did want to teach academia full time, right? I knew I didn't want to go full time. Unfortunately, it couldn't compensate my lifestyle at that point to really dive in full time. And I feel I was impactful being adjunct. So it's like, it got to be more. And here I am on a pursuit, on a journey, trusting the process. And um, I'm more than just a nurse. I'm more than just a nurse practitioner, even at work, even in family, even with my neighbors. So it's impacting life, not just health-wise, right, but truly what I was taught holistically, mentally, financially, physically, spiritually. So it all is all coming back full circle is what I'm realizing. Yeah. So. Yeah. so you you started um, looking and seeking um, out there in the social media streets. Uh, Correct. Uh, what, uh, some nurse entrepreneur people, people who were doing it. You realized it was a thing. What was the net? What was the next step? Did you have to do some self-reflection to see, like, do I really want to do this? Like, what was the next logical step for you? Um, thank you for bringing that up. It was definitely self-reflection, but I, I cling to immediately what I knew, right? So at that moment, as a nurse practitioner, I just opened up two infusion clinics for um, a major hospital here in Chicago. And I opened them up before as a nurse. So infusion clinic, that's my background. So when I saw IV hydration, I'm like, wait, wow, nurses doing this for this? Okay, I can do this, right? But also, as I'm seeking and I'm seeing nurses that are doing this, I had to self-reflect and say, wait, is this something that you want to do, that you want to give of your all to 
at this time. And it was like a battle within myself because I'm like, wait, that's going to put me back into the rat race. It's just my own business. Now I have to deal with overhead. I have to deal with this. Do I really want to do that? So I had to get clear on what is it that you want to do? And even if I don't know exactly what I want to do, how do you want to start? And do you want to start with a service-based business? Be honest with yourself. And I, as I had to be honest with myself and that's challenging. And it's like, okay, because at that point, I told you all in October, come December, I was working full-time as an MP. I took a nurse contract. I said, wait, these nurses, like, oh, I got to see what this is like, right? My MP buddies are like, I'm not getting on that floor for nobody. I said, I got to see. I took an MP contract two days a week. I was teaching three days a week while working four to five days as an MP. So I got, I'm working seven days a week for three months. And I said, it's okay. I'm going to bag up, right? So that way, I probably could be where I am now being comfortable and relaxed to figure it out. But I had to self-reflect. What is it that I want? And I can't focus on what I see other nurse entrepreneurs doing. That may not be what I want. What type of life do I want to live? Do I want to be in my business 10 hours a day, right? Not saying just starting off, but even a year from now. That may not be what I want. So if that's not what I want, I should not be focusing on opening up that clinic per se because that's not what I want so I had to get I had to I did have to self-reflect with myself so thank you for noticing that I did yeah and I love how you were able to self-reflect with yourself to ask because I as I said many times you can easily go from being burnout working as a nurse to burnout in your business so it's very important for you to really dive deep within to realize and not just jump on the bandwagon that everyone else is jumping on, but to really think, is this a business I want to do? Is this something I could, because you want your business to be fun and something that you would do anyways, you know? Um, and we know that you are the business credit queen. Um, so was that your next step that you kind of realize <laughs> what comes good to you or what comes easy to you? What you can talk about, um, what was your journey to that? Or was that the next step? Or did you take other steps before figuring that out? Wow, good good question, Krista. You're just going to ask that, huh? Well, basically, on my journey, um, I, I discovered some great people, right? And, and one of them, for sure, um, I definitely don't want to make her uncomfortable, is Dr. Jones, right? I discovered Dr. Jones who, in her one of her first projects, because this probably wasn't her first project, right? The Passion and Purpose Project that she actually, um, she gave it to us for free. In that, it was like a series, maybe a six weeks. I forgot exactly how many. She just dived into different things, whether it was fear, you know, different problems that she probably had, right? As she was on her journey. So I actually went through that and I was able to identify weight. And also with her working with me and coaching with me, this is not even what I want to do, right? Although I've been in IV hydration, it's going to feel like work to me. And I'm not, and I can't speak for someone else, but for me, I didn't quit a six-figure job to make six figures in my business and kill myself, right? But not saying that I won't learn something from it, right? Because sometimes we look at things as failures and it's not. It's you, you're learning, right? Entrepreneurs, you got to get to the point where you pivot. So as I'm going through this journey, I'm telling Dr. Jones what I don't want to do. 
And she's like, hey, stop focusing on what you don't want to do. Focus on what do you want? Like, what do you want the end goal to look like? You may not know how, but what do you want that to look like? And I was just naturally, because I filed bankruptcy, because I learned the strategies and how to build relationships and how to build my credit up, which is now over 830. And then I started acquiring business credit from the moment I knew I wanted to get into entrepreneurship and I'm sharing it with others. And they like, wait, you seem like you own something. You know this. So it's like, why not just educate on this? You seem passionate on it. You know, we always want to take the road that's the, the most challenging road instead of taking a path that's the least resistant. So it's like, wait, I do talk about this a lot. I am good at it. Okay, you know, I'm passionate about it, right? I wish more people understood credit and how it works because what may come easy to me or you may not come easy to the next person. And here I am, I'm on that road. And it's amazing because I can tell other people like, business credit really saved my life. If I did not have business credit, I would have had to go back and work probably sometime last year. Like, seriously. Because when you're stressed, worried about money and trying to open up a business, that's a lot. And as nurses, we know, okay, I could just go, I could just go work a shift and get that money right back. But what we don't realize is, look how much time, look how much time, energy we're using, we're wasting. And now because I have business credit, I can say, wait, that interest rate is worth me paying opposed to the time it's going to take me to go have to work, get the money, pay or put in to be able to do it. And it's, it's funny you asked that because I actually just gave somebody advice on that right before this podcast. Mm-hmm. I said, instead of worrying about all that, just pay the, pay the hard money lender. You trying to figure out the cheapest way not to pay no interest, but you trying to take the money from this card, put it to this one, do it to another. I said, that's like, he said, another job. You got time for that? Because now you got to remember, I got to take this money from the Chase business card. Okay, now I got to put it to the Bank of America business card. Now I got to pay the cabbage line of credit back. What about did You got time to do that while you are building and rehabbing properties? Just take the hard money lender loan. If they give you a $50,000 loan, you got to pay them back 100000 but you make 200000 you profited 100000 you take the guesswork out of it, right? But we, it's a, it's a mindset. Yes, yes. And I I feel like Dr. Sam, especially, you know, listening to your journey and I I do always tell people, you know, it's so important to tap into what we're good at, especially entrepreneur and as an entrepreneur, because it doesn't feel like work. And so Mm -hmm. I work probably every waking hour. And even if I'm not like physically at my laptop or on my phone, I could be driving and I'm working because I'm listening to a podcast or I'm mm-hmm. listening to an audio book or some like I am always working, but it doesn't feel like work because I really, truly enjoy what I'm doing. And and I love that you spoke about, you know, not just as they call it, like sipping a Kool-Aid, like not going just because <laughs> everybody's starting the IV hydration business. I'm going to mm-hmm. start the IV hydration being, but business, but being very intentional mm-hmm. about, you know what, do I want to start an IV? Like, what is that going to look like for me? And is that something I want to do looking at the, like the picture of that? So for someone like you who, and I, 
for those who don't know, Dr. Sam, I already mentioned that I'm her coach, so I know her. But like somebody like you who like have your daughter is in college already, like you don't have young mm-hmm. kids. So like you may want to hop on a plane and like catch a sale and catch a flight, you know? So would that work for you? And you started to think about that, like owning mm-hmm. an IV hydration business where you have to be there doing the IVs, right? And mm-hmm. then saying, you know what? No. Like, and even though all the nurses or a lot of the nurses I'm around are doing it, I think to have the courage to say, you know what, this is not something that's going to make me happy in my life, Mm -hmm. like the life that I want to live. And then saying, how do I live the life that I want to live and still be able to generate revenue from that? I think that's, that's very courageous. And, you know, a lot of times people will hire coaches and they don't even listen to their their advice because they, they don't want to. It's not telling them what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you, what did that look like for you when you were like, all right, what do I want my life to be like? Like, how, how did you do that? Was it, it was like a series of like days or months of just like being in deep thought? Like, what was it where you were able to really realize, all right, this is and work your way back. Work your way back. So this is where I, my destination is. This is how I want my life to be, and then kind of work your way back to where you are. What was that process like? I would um say it definitely started with working on myself. And I tell anybody, working on yourself to me is the most challenging thing you would do. Yet it's the most record most rewarding. So like you said, Doctor Jones, you're always working right, although it may not feel like it from the moment. Me saying, you know what. Get out the bed, Samantha, at 5 a.m. Mind you, I'm not even punching a clock right now, right? You can get out the bed at 5 a.m. and go punch a clock when you got to go to work and you don't even feel like it and listen to trap music just to go there because you're not motivated to go to do a 12-hour shift. But you can't get up for 5 a.m. for yourself. And I get people that say, why you even get up early? You don't have to. Yes, I do. I got to get up, get on a laptop, even if it's not checking um, email but it's doing my morning routine. Okay, let me read some of my Bible. Let me read the devotional word. Let me meditate a few minutes. Okay, let me make my tea. Okay, let me let me get a workout in. Just taking steps to not just work on out of me, but inner me I'm learning. Okay, let me meal prep. Let me eat better. Okay, let me read an hour a day of this book. Let me watch this podcast, right? Let's say when you send us podcasts, that's what... I literally watched that stuff. The books, Expert Secrets, I'm listening to it. Oh, wow, the hero story. It's like, let me take notes. Let me, so people may not see the fruits of it now, but I know it's going to come later because I'm actually taking the time now to figure out, okay, these things now are going to lead up to that. But be honest about what type of life you want to live. Like you said, my daughter, she's here now, you all. She's about to be 20 next week. I needed her to drop me off to go get a rental. So I may go out of town. You got a key, this and that. I didn't tell you I was thinking about going to London for the Invest Fest this week. I was going to, I just decided to do that a few days ago. So if I had a business right that I got to be at, how am I going to do that when I know I make, and because I know life is short and I know we all know this, but because I've had a lot of people close to me just leaving and we getting old, I'm like, what I'm away for. So certain things, when it comes to living my life, I don't put that off, right? And it's like, oh, I might go to London. Well, I'm in Houston next week. I, I am in LA the week after. I am. 
But if I had a brick and mortar that I got to go into, so as much as I know IV hydration, I'm a uh, former oncology nurse. I, oh, it's like everybody. I have people, aren't you going to open up the wellness clinic? Well, why not? People that aren't even entrepreneurs. Well, you should this and that. And you got to know how to block out the noise because everybody want to tell you what you should do. And you got to get clear on, I know what type of life I desire to live and that is not walking into my brick and mortar every day i know that i want to live the four-hour work week what does that look like what i'm doing now may i may have to you know do my sops you know get clear on my mission my values but as of now it does not consist of a brick and mortar and you got to look yourself in the mirror own up to it face it, right? The world may be like, you said you're going to do that. I don't care. I'm entitled to change my mind and reinvent, reinvent myself a million times, right? As long as I stay true to my brand, my values, but on a IV hydration, I mean, I'm like, is that even what I want to do? Is that going to be work? I know I'm a dope nurse. I know I'm an awesome nurse practitioner, but it's easy to say, pay somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to work right now. Nurses, if they're not making $100, $80, if they're not making a certain amount, how am I going to pay them to be in my business when I don't even want to be there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it had to, you know what? It's easy to say, take a notepad and write what you want or don't want, right? And some people might be like, that's too boring. I can't do that. Let me spend a few minutes meditating to myself and uh, envision. What type of life I want to live, and that life don't I didn't I didn't see me walking nowhere. I'm not into the, no building. I do see me walking into maybe um, a youth center, mm-hmm. right? That I've created that I want to give back to. I see that, but I don't see me walking into no nah, no clinic every day. I didn't see that, and and God said I got you. So just hey, don't worry about it. You you gonna figure it out. I love that you mentioned all those things that you did to work on yourselves, because I know we hear it a lot, especially being a new entrepreneur, you hear like, know your why and, and do the mindset work. And I think we all just in the beginning, like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna do that. Um, But then when you start doing it, you start seeing the fruits of those seeds that you, you plant. Mm -hmm. Um, I always say entrepreneurship just shows you so much about yourself. It shows you your weaknesses um, you know, as a former and still sometimes current procrastinator, um, I have to look within myself and say, you are not going to get to your destination still doing the same thing that you were doing years before. It's so easy to mm-hmm. clock in and out. I go to my three shifts, I clock in, I check off my checklist. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to set those goals and boundaries for yourself. And the only way that you're going to get past um, your current self is to do the, to actually do the work. So, you know, going to conferences and listening and writing stuff down and, and getting inspired, but then it's like, you have to come back home and actually do the work, actually sit down and take those moments to write. Is this what you want? And I too was the same. Um, and that's why I always say about the getting burnt out in your business, because I realized too, I do like IV hydration. I do like aesthetics, but I don't want to do this five days a week. 
I don't want to do it six mm-hmm. days a week. I want to be able to pick up and go on vacation and, and go with my kids and my family and do whatever it is that I want. Okay. So the IV hydration and aesthetics will help me fund the other things to eventually have the, the, the income that I don't have to be attached to somewhere. But those are the things you learn as an entrepreneur. You get to learn what you really want out of life and uh, what it is that you really mm-hmm. want to do. So I think that's so great that um, you talked about that self-reflection that really has to happen to say, I'm not going to leave a job to go do something else that I really don't want to do. So I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into um, your journey to where you are right now. So you've reflected now, right? You realize, yep. oh, I thought I wanted to do, I don't want to, don't want to do it. And sometimes I always tell people like we train and we may take a training just to realize this is not it. I've taken several trainings and what I learned from the training was that I don't want to do the thing, (laughs) which is okay. Cause other than that, I would have been thinking, Oh, what if, and thinking like I could have done this and then not knowing. So now we've eliminated that. All right, bam. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't like it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that's also a mindset shift too, is realizing that even you're investing for these things just to find out you don't want to do it. So instead of being like, ah, I wasted money. No, you actually, that's, that's a win because you realize you don't want to waste your time doing it. So it's better to take a class that's a few hundred or thousand dollars than to, than to take your whole life savings, invest in something you thought you wanted to do to realize that you really don't want to do that. Mm, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like business. that. I like that. I I pay for IV hydration courses, you all, that I'm not even doing that. But guess what? I don't even look at it as a waste because, like you said, I realize, no, it's not what I want to do. Right. And it's and it's okay, And it's actually contributed to who I'm becoming. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that I made that investment in myself because I think that's the first step. Right. It's choosing you and starting. A lot of times we'd be so scared. Well, I don't know. Could I, should I make the decision? Right. And you're going to, you're going to realize whether you, you should or shouldn't after the course. And you may even open up the business and realize this is not for you. And that is okay. We, I, I feel like we live in a world where people are so, I don't want to mess up. Ain't nothing in life perfect. I got clear you all. I want to say maybe about two years ago. I wait, I always have problems in life. So I need to get used to it. Mm-hmm. But if I could come up with solutions to solve the problems quickly, mm-hmm. I'm on to something. I used to be like, oh, I got car problems. Oh, I got this. Like Once I learn, you always going to have some problems. I, it, it'll be all right. I'll figure it out. That's my mindset now. Or it's, yep. okay, how am I going to figure it out? That's yep. it. And yep. I just embrace it. And I notice I'm much more at peace. Um, also, the self-reflecting part, I forgot to tell you all, too. I am um, not just testing, but I'm building my discipline. I feel like as a, as a, to truly be a successful entrepreneur, not just money, you got to be a disciplined person. And I think a disciplined person for me is super attractive because it's like, it ain't nothing they can't do. Right. They're disciplining themselves to be this way. When I look at how great Kobe was, or I look at how much LeBron James and Tom Brady spend on their their bodies. Right. What they put in their body. They work at like 
that is true discipline, right? So it's like, wow, that's what that's who I want to become. That's a different type of person. So no matter what I do in entrepreneurship, it's going to be great if I make it great, right? Because I take myself wherever I go. Yes. I love that because, you know, the whole journey is a very special journey that, you know, everyone is going to experience differently. And, you know, just diving into, you know, how you ended up in this business credit space, which is where I was going to segue to, is really based on a series of those events that we just discussed. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now you're in a position where you are teaching business credit. But what gave you the authority to do that? Like, how did we get to you being able to teach business credit um, and helping other people leverage their business credit to, you know, kind of get to their next level? Okay, awesome question. Well, I love to teach. I remember when I was a little kid, we would play different games, red light, green light and you know, piggy and all that stuff. Guess what else we played? Teacher. I would be the teacher, even if I was a year or two younger. I'm the one with the pen and paper and telling them what to do right. But I don't know, some about when I know something, I want to share it with somebody else. That's actually some of my daughters. Like, you're always lecturing. And sometimes I have to remember, just be a mom to her, right? But sometimes we want to, I want to forewarn you. I want to teach you this. I want to teach you from my experiences. So you don't make this mistake. I know you're going to make mistakes, but not this one per se, right? But um, one, I love to teach. And I was already um, a college professor, nursing instructor. Two, why not me? I messed up my credit, right? I know what it's like to not just have the not so best credit. I filed bankruptcy. I did payday loans. I created relationships with credit unions, with banks like I know how to grow, go from a four to five to a six, seven, eight some credit score. Why not me? I'm not one of these credit experts saying I'll do this and that, but they can't show you what their personal credit look like. And as I was on a journey figuring out, okay, I know I don't want a service-based business. What type of business do I want? Guess what I was doing? I'm getting the money for it. I'm diligently, okay, I got a planner. Let me get this business credit. Let me do this. So whatever I decide to do, I got the money to do so without using my own money. And that came from just listening to other people, right? Different podcasts and they say, oh, debt is good. Learn how to use other people's money. So once I learned how to do it, I had to look within myself and say, okay, as a nurse, as a nurse practitioner, as a woman, what are some things my fellow women entrepreneurs and nurses may be going through with funding their businesses? Or what are some challenges they may have with starting their businesses? And guess what I realized? Money, the funding. So if I could teach them what I did for multiple businesses of mine to get credit, to get funding to where, hey, I've solved one of your problems. And I don't know about you all, but where I come from, money has been a big problem in my, li in my life since I was younger. But I didn't know it because I was poor, right? And sometimes when you're poor, you don't know it. You still be happy if you raise on a lot of love, right? But that Bible tells me I could have the desires of my heart. So therefore, I don't desire to be poor, right, anymore. But um, why not me, right? And because I did it and I can identify, I am relatable to another woman, a single mom, a teenage mother, 
um, the mom has been through uh, or the woman has been through domestic abuse, anybody that's had a handicap, anybody that's a nurse, nurse practitioner, um, if you come from not the best neighborhoods, right? So I can relate to what you're going through. I can relate to if you make over 100 some thousand, you ain't got nothing to show for it. But you got a nice house and a car, but you broke. I can identify with that. So, and I've learned what works without teaching a million things because what I've learned also as an educator, if you give people too much, they get overwhelmed. I, it happens to me. So I'm gonna teach you step by step. This is what you need to do. Right. And as long as somebody is coachable, it works. So I feel that's what gave me permission. When I gave myself permission and stopped saying, well, I'm not good enough. Well, I don't have this. I don't have that. Right. So I'm not saying that, oh, I'm a financial advisor. I am teaching from my experience, my lived experience. And I never knew that meant anything you all until um, one of my first jobs, I was 19. Now, it wasn't my first job. My first corporate job was working for the village of Riverdale. And I had to take a test with the civil service to get in, which put me on the list. Guess what gave you more points ahead of other people? If you were in the service and um, like work experience. Mind you, I'm 19. My work experience when I was 15 at KFC at Chicago Public Schools. So I got a few years, but they looking at me like, but somebody else that may have 20 years in this area, that area, they got more points. So I'm like, wow, people really get married off work experience, right? So here I am, I, now I can see, fast forward now, like, okay, because experience can be the best teacher on what not to do and what to do. So that was that is the thing that has positioned me to teach others that, hey, I've been there, I know what it's like, do xyz i'm not telling you to do anything that i have not done mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i love that and so you've been through it you've uh had some hard times in your credit mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. financially uh and I, I really love the fact that you said uh you 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 come from a poor area, but like you really don't know you're poor when everybody around you is poor. Cause I felt like that too. I'm like, we was all like government cheese and powdered milk in my area. So I didn't feel poor, <laughs> but uh, looking back, we was definitely yes. poor. Um, so go ahead, Chris, did you want to add something? Oh, okay. So, so really quickly, um, so essentially what you do is you coach and help other aspiring entrepreneurs start their, get their business credit going so they can leverage that for their yes. businesses. Pretty accurate. What yes. do you find with nurses in their credit? Tell, spill the tea. What is it? What's, 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 generally, <laughs> this is a general. We know there's, there's always exceptions. Right. But generally speaking, spill the tea. Mm. <laughs> All right. Generally, and, and nurses, I've been there before. Like, uh oh, I know. I know where this is going. No, I'm serious. Um, um credit is, is is their credit is struggling. Um because I feel as nurses our um not just our mindset but our routine is work a shift, spin a check and get it right back. Right? So at times, and I've gotten in trouble, not in trouble, you all, I had to get debt consolidation loans more than once. This after bankruptcy. So it's a, it's a process, right? Um, 
because I'm swiping, swiping, swiping. Uh, let me get this. Let me get that. But yet, when I get paid, all my money is going towards my credit card bills. And I ain't got no money left for me to really live. So it's like I ain't even get paid. Right. So what I see with nurses is um, definitely I'm not going to say financial challenges with making money. It's keeping the money and using the money to make more money. So that statement, as far as some people, as they make more, they spend more on nurses. We definitely is. Right. We'll be like, oh. I just work a shift. Okay, I bought that Chloe bag and now to be that, yeah, that's how that works, right? And we take care of a lot of people. That's a challenge of ours too. We be taking care of families. We be buying this, we be buying that. So what I've seen with nurses, and this is just in general, that our credit ain't the best and we have a lot of debt. And because we're so busy, y'all, we so busy, right? That's our problem too. We work so much. It be collections, I'm like, how you get that collection? You could have paid that. But because we're so busy and don't have time, we possibly didn't open the mail right away. They told us it was going to go to collection. We thought we had time. Okay, I called them. I called them. By the time you called them, now it's on your credit report, right? So what I'm finding is nurses, we too busy to look at the basics. Like, hold on, know where you stand with your credit. And that's one of the first things I teach in my boot camp the first week. Everybody, pull your free credit report. I need you to know where you stand, what's on there. Look at it. And because we work so much, right, we, I don't have time. How you don't have time to know where you stand with your credit? If they say cash is king, credit is queen. Because we leveraging our credit, not just our business credit, but we leveraging a personal too. What if you and your husband want to get another house? Or what if... And your, your, your credit jacked up, right? And to really maximize how much business credit you can get, I need your personal credit to come up. So nurses, we struggle. We struggle with credit. I, I think people will look at us like, oh, they got good credit. Generally, no, we don't. And we, and we don't think we need it because we like, oh, I can make some money. Stop thinking that because at the rate of these nurses being sued and being crucified, and to me, nursing has already been dangerous. Mm. Nursing. And being killed and murdered. Because we know what just recently right. has happened to the, yeah. the L&D nurses. Two of them were murdered. One psych MP was murdered at, on the job. So now it's not even just, you know, you, you worried about getting abused by a patient or a family. It is also, we're getting like really killed at, on the job. Like that's scary. And a lot of people don't have a choice because they haven't financially put themselves in a position where worst case scenario, they can still, at least if they have a business, they'll be able to live off of their business credit if need be. Exactly. Until they're able to get on their feet, they have to go into work. Scared, yeah. you know, burnt out, overworked, mentally exhausted, and they still gotta go because they have not put themselves in a position or didn't even know or have mm. the tools to um, mm. And you know that, what the reality that, is? I did, and based off, and, and you made a such a valid point. I got from what you were saying, really all nurses to have a business. You all, look how much nurses make, right? Like, let's, let's just, and even when people say nurses make so much money, I have to tell them, stop saying that. No, we don't. And, and it took COVID to happen, to make whatever they were making. For how much we're risking, we're sacrificing, it's really not enough. 
But nurses, let's say, because when I started, I was making $20-something, $26 an hour, 55-some thousand a year. I'm like, this ain't no money, right? But if I work extra shifts, that's how I got the money. You all, we working all these shifts and taxes are eating up your money. You could keep trying to file exempt for so many months and you still gonna have to pay it back. But if you have a business, you build business credit and you do things pertaining to your business and you use your business credit to pay those off, guess what? You can write those things off and that will reduce yeah. your taxable income. So last year I spent 30,000, over 30,000 on myself in personal professional development. What I do? Write it off. So whatever W2s I had, whatever 1099, because I, my business is a single member LLC, oh, that's on that tax. So if y'all got me down for this much and I spent 30000 in just in professional personal development. So we're not talking about if I went to any business lunches, business dinners. We're not talking about if I have a business vehicle, if there's a car note. We're not talking about if there's car insurance. We're not talking about if I'm a nurse and I have an um, interior decorating company and I pay for Comcast and I need to watch HGTV and I have internet at home. Oh, I could write those off, right? I could write these bills off under my business name. All of these things can be deducted. So all nurses, I'm glad you said that, Dr. Jones. So that's, now my thing is all nurses need a business. Mm -hmm. How you don't have one? A consultant business. Mm -hmm. People think business and they're like, oh my God, brick and mortar. No, no. You know, let's get away from, we just itemizing. We bought some uniforms. <laughs> we, we got some glasses. No, no, no. Take it a step further, right? Really position your business as a business. So the problem is we, we have doing it and we got to make a decision. Are you a business or are you not? And if you are positioning yourself to be, because I'm pretty sure we all know something that has something that everybody wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. That is so true. I, I always say every nurse needs a business because we get killed in taxes. So we need to be able to write those things off. And like you said, business doesn't have to be a brick and mortar. I'm sure everyone consults their family, other people yeah. on what they should do with yeah. a diagnosis. That's essentially a business. Um, so you can take those funds and write it off and then you won't be taxed so much, like you said, um, on the back end. That's so good. Um, what would you, what would you, because we always like to ask our guests to give some homework for our listeners. So there's a nurse out there who is now their wheels are turning, thinking about entrepreneurship um, and at least getting some sort of side hustle to be able to compensate for all the taxes. What homework would you give our listeners? One thing that they can do right now to maybe even fix their credit, um, to fix their credit so that they will be eligible for business credit in the future or just have good credit. Because as nurses, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to make the money to have decent or good credit. So what homework would you give our listeners or our viewers um, regarding their credit? Okay, awesome. I'm gonna run through a few things. I'm gonna try to be as really quick as I can. One, if um, you all have not gotten your free annual credit report within the last year, go to annualcreditreport.com, get it. It's free, get all three, download them so you know where you stand. Credit Karma is a good resource. But again, it's Credit Karma, it's an app, they're not actually the bureau. Look at your credit reports, right? Review them for discrepancies. 
is your name spelled wrong? Is your address wrong? Is your phone number? Dispute them. Get them off. Know how many inquiries you have. Know where you stand. Stop just getting your credit ran to get it ran. What I teach my students is it's a strategy. We get our credit ran not to, we hope they approve us. No, we're going to know. Yeah, they're going to approve me because you position yourself to get approved. All right. Get a relationship with a local credit union where you live and get a relationship with a national credit union. Many national credit unions, I send people to Navy Federal. Why? I know a few people that I've even applied for them with their information that have gotten approval for certain credit cards and they filed bankruptcy. Their credit score was maybe 650 something and they got approved for a personal credit card with Navy Federal. But again, when it comes to credit score, my 650 and your 650 may not be the same. So don't just go off if you see people say, oh, my credit score was this. It depends on what was on the credit report. So get a Navy Federal account. Get that. Business-wise, if you don't know what business you want to open, but you know you want to become an entrepreneur, think about what do you do now naturally, effortlessly, that people call you for advice, right? Create a consultant LLC. That's easy to do. Create the consultant LLC. Get the EIN number. Have your business email. Get you a business phone number. Get you a business bank account. Position yourself as a real business. Get the Duns and Bradstreet number. Get a NAV account, and that's N-A-V. That's a free account, so you can see as you start to build business credit what your business credit reports will look like if anything is reported. Do this, you all. This, this, when I tell you all these things are easy to do, you definitely want to start. Why are you trying to figure out? I know I want to be this dope entrepreneur. I just don't know exactly yet. So just get you a consultant LLC to start. So that's what I would tell your viewers. I don't want to overwhelm them too much because mm -hmm. I know I'm like, do this, do this, do this, do this. But yeah, that's a lot. That's just how it is. That's good. And our final question, um, Dr. Sam, because I know you have to go and we want to be respectful of your time. How much business credit do you have? Mm. <laughs> you know that tea. <laughs> um, I know I got some I got some offers I need to open up right here. Yeah, I got offers right here and stuff I need to open. Um as of now, last time I checked, um about a million something. Wow. Um, uh, but it's it's truly you all, it's endless. It's unlimited, right? And I and I teach my students. All business credit is not for you. Business credit is not a one size fits all, right? So for me, I may have gotten certain things so that way I could teach it. I could teach from my experiences. Um, like I may see, you know, certain stuff, get a line of credit here, or there, or there. Yeah, I got it, but I don't even use that because this other line of credit got a better interest rate. But I could teach my students on what to do, right? So all business credit is not a one-size-fits-all, and it's not for everybody. But because business credit is this crazy new phase going on, people, well, I want this gas car. I want this Amazon. It's like, do you even buy something from there? Mm -hmm. So I teach them, if it's going to be an inquiry on your credit report, no, right? I want you to get the, the business credit that's going to benefit your business and you and the life you want to live. I like to travel, so I need business credit cards that... I could sit in the lounges at the airport and eat and drink for free. I need cars that I can get clear for free where I don't have to show identification at the airport and they scan in between my eyes and they identify me. I need global entries for free, which includes TSA. 
I have metal in me, so I got to go through the certain metal detectors. That takes time. So I don't want to have to take my electronics out my bag and take my shoes off. You got to do that if you don't have TSA. So because I got TSA and Global Entry, I'm at the front of the line. I don't have to do all that. Love that. that. Well, Dr. Sam, tell our listeners and viewers, if they're watching us on on, uh, YouTube, tell them how they can find you, what you have coming up that maybe they can get some of that million dollars in business credit. Um, Tell us where they can find you at. Goody. All right, you all. I am on um, all of the social media handles right now, Facebook, Instagram, um, even YouTube. Got to get my YouTube channel up at Dr. Sam, the Savvy MP. I do have my last and final boot camp for this year. Fund your business with business credit boot camp starting um, this Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, October the 30th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You all, this is the last boot camp of the year. I don't know what's to come for 2023. It's not here yet. I live my life, look, minute by minute, not even day by day. Get in this. If you are a working individual, nurse, every nurse have a business. With you having a business, you need some business credit that you can leverage. Business credit is another identity aside from yourself, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not just putting my social applications. I'm putting my EIN number on applications, right? So I'm not my business. My business is its own entity and we need to learn that. So I'm teaching you all about credit, not just business credit, but personal. So you can be dope, not just your business, but in real life on paper too. So this upcoming Sunday, October the 30th, you all. So thank you all so much. Awesome. And if this airs after that, Make sure you're following Dr. Sam and reach out to her if you have, um, if you're interested in getting in her program or whatever she's going to have for 2023. I love that you are really empowering nurses for us to really understand that this exchanging time for money, it ain't it. <laughs> um, it's ghetto. Business <laughs> and at least being able to write off the, the reality of it is our government does not favor employees. And so mm-hmm. you can have a business and you can get some of that business credit and live and do your business through your business credit. That will save you so much money. And Dr. Sam, you have taught me so much about that in this, yes, this over likewise. this last year, leveled me up, got me with some platinums under my belt. Oh, no, I never yeah. thought I'd have that. So right. definitely appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, showing up for us and adding value to our community. And you guys, as always, share this uh, this podcast or if you're on YouTube with your fellow nurse buddies, you know, your break room buddies, your nursing station buddies. Yes. It's time to stop talking about all the things that they're doing to us in the hospital and really start leveraging our experience and also being the best version of ourselves because you guys, we deserve so much more. And on that yes. note, thank you guys. We'll say goodbye. Thank Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.